Hello? Wake up. Here, here's a pin. Bubble pop. Pop your bubble. Well, hello, my darlings, and welcome to our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Bravo Blogs and Recaps, brought to you by me, Eric, kind of sort of in this intro, and John from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, what we're doing is recapping what went down this week in Beverly Hills and reading you the blogs that the ladies write for BravoTV.com. Because who has time to sit around and read blogs on a website when you could have them read to you comedically by us? Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts, in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy. Over on Twitter. Just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback and then I'm being really sarcastic and John is like I love this part but you guys know the deal and look you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast so get to our Twitter get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com but we need to talk about what you guys really want to hear about and it is the ladies of Beverly Hills. Okay, that was my really bad attempt at trying to be a soap opera actor. Anyway, take it away, John. Thank you, Eric, for that fabulous but long introduction. Hey, guys, John Richardson here, excited to talk about Housewives of Beverly Hills, episode 13, week 13. Oh, my God. Same as Atlanta. Both Housewives franchises are literally at the same episode. Whoa. So much is going on, especially in Beverly Hills. Um, We got to see, you know, the rest of Kyle's gay mixer, which, you know, we saw Lance uh, Bass on Watch What Happens Live going, honey, we need to spruce that up a little bit. I wouldn't care. I would love to sit there. I would sit in a garbage bag and watch the girls go at each other and would love every minute of it. We also got to see, you know, Brandy and Yolanda again kind of talking Yolanda's trying to be your friend. And of course, trashy mouth Brandy starts to put down Yolanda saying, yeah, people are saying, you know, your daughter's a drunk and yet you're calling me a drunk, you know, and it's it's just a really shitty thing to do with really, like Yolanda said, the only person on Brandy's side. Okay. Um, we got to see Lisa Vanderpump kind of, um, finish off with the, the search for her son, her son's, um, biological parents. He found them. It's all good. How can you give up Lisa Vanderpump being your mom? Okay, like I'm going to do an adopted search. I think I might be adopted and maybe I'm secretly a Vanderpump. I don't know. You know, we also got to see 
you know, Kim's acting wonky again, you know? It's like the, the, the first season she was on it, on Housewives, just acting all crazy. I'm expecting that limo, the backseat of the limo scene again. We need, we need to get Adrian Malou because Kim's acting a little wonky. And, you know, I'm really glad to see, you know, first that Ellen is trying to bring those girls together because she's, or Ellen, Eileen. Oh my God, I'm just so excited I can't even talk. Eileen bringing the Richard sisters together to kind of talk because she just recently lost her sister with cancer and life is precious and important and your relationships are and I get it. But Lisa Renna really hits it on. I really like her straightforward talk. She's, you know, listen, why is there, there's like a big elephant in the room named Kim? Everyone's scared to talk to her. She's an addict. We need to get her some help. Something could happen. Absolutely agree. Good for you, Lisa. Keep it good. Just keep going with this. It's going to make for a good season, but it can also probably save her life. But as we saw from the trailers, a lot more stuff's going to happen. And I can't wait to watch it. How about you? Tweet me at Comedy Jonah and let me know. All right. First blog up, of course, is the lovely Lisa Vanderpump. And it's titled, At What Point Is It Enough? And I agree, Lisa. Lisa was stunned by Brandy's comments to Yolanda, as we all were. Or were we stunned? I mean, I think we're kind of stunned because, but we're not stunned. We expect it. So, I don't know. Stunned. Stunned maybe that she's still doing this. That would you, you would think that, okay, <laughs> when she started the season or started this franchise, it was like, oh my God, she's blunt. She's this. But now it's, it's kind of old. It's like, get some fucking therapy you sound like an idiot and you have children and i uh, they've got a tough road ahead of them all right lisa starts with welcome back thank you for all the comments on your reality recaps but it says something else but i'm gonna say that um and your tweets i read i listen i learn from them so i hope you all had a good week now in this week's episode we reconvene with the climax of the, the mixer party, Kyle was extremely agitated, upset, and reacting to the vital um, and giving unnecessary credence to a spiteful remark made about Mauricio. I have told her and chastised her to stop even in, in investing in the jabs Brandy takes at your marriage, at her marriage. They are also irrelevant as she is at this point i ignore the non-sequential retort towards me when i stated that i understood i had been the recipient of her negativity herself i pull her towards me like i am comforting a tormented child reluctant to to permeate that alter uh another altercation their relationship is in a free fall spiraling out of control i had i had i had I warned her? Maybe I should talk in an accent. It'd be easy to read. No. Um, I resolute with my attitude that after the fiasco that played out last year, I would not let us all learn by our mistakes. And also, I would not want to be accused of being a puppet master and pulling springs. I, in retrospect, would relish the chance to be the master puppeteer and sort this mess out to pull the strings and tamper with a complicated scenario and, you know and lisa's absolutely right i mean british people talk and they kind of skate around it a little bit so let's just be american and direct don't listen to the bitch kyle she says the same kind of shit 
she's she you say it to her she's i'm shocked i'm a mother i'm i'm single mother and then turns around and acts just as nasty or nastier towards you and you've done brandy's done it to everybody okay marisa loves you we all know that okay stop it kyle stop it lisa continues so we move on with this complex and poignant episode for us as a family, but when I witness moments like this, as Pandora and I set up the display in pavilions, not having seen her in a couple weeks, I try to broach the subject of Max's curiosity about his heritage. Not for one moment did I anticipate Pandora's reaction, her reaction as she struggled to regroup, thrown by the words that I had just uttered. Listen, I know you love Max. I'm very lovable too, so... If there is a spot in the Vanderpump dynasty, I can be Jonah Trump. Uh, Jonah Trump. Jonah Pump. <laughs> Jonah Pump. I like that. She'd be my drag name. Jonah Vanderpump at any given moment. Just let me know. Um, she continues with Pandora and Max are as close as any siblings can be, regardless of their genetics. And it doesn't matter with genetics. You grew up together. I have brother and sister i grew up since i was like 13 they're my brother and sister okay they're insane but they're my brother and sister um she continues <laughs> i think that was snarky um I, I thought it was snarky evident that she lost her composure embarrassed by the circumstance of her surroundings and fearing that maybe the threat of another family coming into max's life would s supersede the love that that he had for us i was insensitive to be so naive thinking she would be so logical and understand the thirst for knowledge for this past because as many of us know when love when love and matters of the heart are concerned logic takes the back seat absolutely just ask eric she as long as she can remember has had her little brother who tormented her whom she nurtured one moment and fought with the next, her brother that made her jigsaw complete. She had been privy to the struggles and his privy to his struggles and his success, her always hailing him as this greatest guitar player she knew and relationship entwined with pride, exasperation, and all the other multifaceted emotions that prevails siblings prevails siblings relationships but above all he's our son and her brother and there's nothing that can jeopardize that i think she has a better understanding of that after we spoke so when max arrives i see a hint of anxiety at his reluctance to view the results alone i wondered if this were the path this were the past end Will this information suffice? I hope so. And if it is segued into another situation he would like to explore, we'll see. But I am there every step of the way, which you should. I mean, he's like 25, okay? Like, even if you wanted to reel him back in, he's an adult, okay? He's, he's, he's a man of the world now, Lisa. So let him fly. Viewing Brandy and, y and Yolanda at the yoga was an interesting spectacle. My mouth dropped open as Yolanda um, talks to Brandy for her lack of control in regard to her drinking habits. First, after having been 
reprimanded for the same thing last year as I attempted to mother her. The most shocking statement of all was the thing about Bella, little 17-year-old Bella, whom I have known for many years and had the, and had recently made an unfortunate mistake and had and who had made an unfortunate mistake with her DUI was used as a parallel to Brandy's ongoing situation and one that she is in denial of. So let me translate that <laughs> just in case you need it again. Uh, like what we talked about, Brandy used poor little Bella, 17 years old DUI as, you know, people are saying your daughter's a drunk and you, why are you talking to me about my drinking? You know, I'm just, thank God you're not on the road drunk. I hope Brandy you're what? 40 something you're comparing your situation to a 17 year old whatevs she continues with to me that was absurd there are no rumors of bella's being an alcoholic of that i am sure it was a hurtful statement which would have provoked a reaction i would not have been proud of had it been um leveled to my daughter that singularly was the defining moment for me, a bitter comparison, a defensive move to attempt to shift the focus from her problem into that of a young woman's who has paid the price and has learned from her mistakes. I asked myself as Yolanda states that, that she is lashing out, hitting below the belt. At what point is it enough? At what point do you evaluate the pros and cons of your relationship? At what point, especially when it comes to your daughter, at, when it comes to your daughter's expense, can you say enough? Get the fuck out of my house and understand that there are no boundaries and consequences in a friendship that are essential to a deep, meaningful relationship. I would have presumed that hit an all-time low, but when Brandy continues with other carelessness, foolish remarks her wish to transport kyle to livia was a crude example of why at the onset of the show she reacted on why people aren't amused by her observations because the graphic images familiarly etched in my mind of people bleeding from their gut the ten thousand people that are victims of this insidious disease and the ripple effect as the world heals with this crisis that isn't all the reminder we need i will sign off for now perplexed as i try to analyze these dynamics with no resolution i bid you a good week ahead thank you lisa yeah Ugh, it's disgusting absolutely disgusting kyle's done nothing to her to be spoken to like that Ugh, brandy all right next up is the other lisa lisa renna who i'm loving this season Title of her blog is Let's Call a Spade a Spade. Lisa Renna explains why it's time to get answers and stop ignoring the issues. Can we all just start off by taking a collective deep breath and really let this episode sink in? Question mark. There's just so much going on with the intense emotions and feelings that are being felt on a really, really deep level. Too bad. Too, too bad. All two million of us can't meet at Yolanda's gorgeous pool for some mind-clearing yoga, right? At the end of Kyle's Game Mixer, I was full of tears and conversations filled with questions that began with the word why. Why do certain people behave a certain way? 
Why is it okay to say certain things to someone else? Why do we all keep letting this happen? There are so many unanswered un, so many unanswered questions and for Eileen and me to be the new girls on the block, we really have these questions just waiting to come from our lips. How do people treat other people? Okay, let me reread that. How how people treat other people is a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. You go, Lisa. That's fabulous. I had to like, I was reading it one way, but I knew it was really good. So I had to reread it. All right. Lisa continues with, I've been saying it all along in different interviews and now you are finally seeing it. I just feel it's my place as a friend to these women to ask questions, questions that need to be asked, questions that are important to the foundation of all of our different and very dynamic relationships. You all can see what's going on every week. I say I don't need to break it down for you, but it's true. I know our viewers see exactly what's happening. I'm here to ask what you want to ask. I'm here to ask what you want to ask and say what you're thinking. Let's start with the yoga session followed by the conversation with Yolanda at her place in Malibu. Yolanda is such a classy woman and has been a true friend to Brandy. Watching her talk to Brandy about her drinking really resonated with me until Brandy deflected by hitting below the belt and called out a child before answering a question about her own potential issues. As a mother, this was really, uh, this really affected me. Could you imagine offering your friends sound advice from a place of concern and love only to have them panic at the reality that they're, they were facing, turn it around and then manipulate the conversation into being a rumor about your child? Question mark. Oh my God. No. As usual, Yolanda handled this like a champ that she is. How incredible of Eileen to plan a lunch for Kim, Kyle, and herself in order to help the two sisters mend their relationships. I can't even begin to imagine how hard it must be for Eileen to watch the complications of the Richard sisters' relationship after losing two of her own sisters, one of which passed just mere months before. I think it shows that Eileen is an amazing character is an amazing character for her to make an effort to reach out and share her story in hopes of helping Kyle and Kim. Heartstrings are tugged at as I watch the family dynamic between Max, Pandora, and Lisa. This is what life is all about to me. Family and love that runs so deep, regardless of being a biologically tied or not. Lisa is handling Max's desire to research his biological family past with such grace and class. We've all seen many poignant moments with the situation and listening to Pandora tell Lisa that Max has, was theirs, a vulnerable and beautiful moment. Much love to the Vanderpump Todd family. And it was sweet. It was, um, it was very vulnerable. You can really see Lisa has got, Lisa Vanderpump has this thing about her and I get it. And it's a public facing thing and it's kind of a shell, but she is, she's all mushy inside, especially with, with her kids. And I, that was a really good moment. All right. Lisa Renna continues with speaking of family and children. We caught a quick glimpse into my own household when my daughter Amelia was running late for a One Direction concert. Watching this was like looking in a mirror. I absolutely cannot stand being late for anything. And I get really stressed out when it happens. Clearly, this is something Amelia gets from me. And when it's coupled with 
holding up her ride for 10 minutes and a One Direction concert, instinct and desperation kicks in. A 13-year-old girl running late for a concert um, with five cute guys is like missing 100% off sale at Neiman's. I also like your, what was her comment? I forgot. <laughs> like, I don't know. She called her an asshole or something. I don't know. Lisa continues with lunch with Brandy was interesting, wasn't it? So before we sat down for lunch, I actually, um, I had actually just done a podcast. I really wanted to spend this one-on-one -on -one time with her because I had so many questions that I felt could be answered. I had also talked to the other women about her and her behavior already. So I felt I needed to speak directly to her. The brandy that showed up for the lunch was a sensible, empathetic woman who made some pretty one, some pretty powerful statements, asking for a group intervention with a therapist? Question mark. There's a whole lot of meaning behind those words. Discussing how Kim would murder her, then kill herself if she found out we were discussing her sobriety. Um, discussing her sobriety was. Um, with another eye-opening and very telling statement for me, for me. If the addict is pleased with your help, you're probably enabling. If the addict is pissed off as hell, you're probably helping the person you love. Ooh, Sandy Swanson. Clearly, there is a lot of tiptoeing around Kim Richards, and I just don't understand why everyone is so hesitant to hesitate to approach her about it. There's definitely a reason I am among this group of women and maybe it's to ask the question and call a spade a spade. Always help someone. You might be the only one who does. Lisa Renna, I love you. I want you in my camp, girl. I want you in my camp. I love you. All right, next up is Eileen's blog. And I'm laughing because of the picture on her blog on bravotv.com is the one in the scene in the movie where she's touching the guy's face. Her cheesy um, space movie. So funny. It's titled, Is There Any Line Brandy Won't Cross? Um, Eileen speaks, uh, Eileen breaks down the episode and explains why she spent some time in a space unitard. Okay, can we just like drink and hang out? Can we drink, hang out, and wear space unitard? That's all I want, Eileen. That's it. Um, she says, hello. Once again, I'm going to break this week's blog into groups. The fun stuff. The Burbank Film Festival. It was really such a great thing. Gives smaller independent films a chance to be seen and to be celebrated. I was so happy to do a favor for a friend. My friend Craig, who wrote and directed the short film, Stranger at the Pentagon. <laughs> I... Would do it again in a heartbeat, but geez, talk about no good deed going unpunished. Thanks, Kyle, Lisa, and um, Lisa Renna and Lisa B. I I can take a little, I can take a little snarky comments. Just don't make me give back my Emmy. And by the way, Craig's film won first place in the short science fiction category. Burp, burp. I won cheesiest performance. Just kidding. Uh, they didn't have that category. The deep stuff. Lisa Vanderpump and Pandora discussing Max wanting to find his heritage was so moving when Pandora said, he's yours. I almost cried. Of course, Max must do whatever he needs to satisfy his curiosity. He has every right to learn about his roots. Lisa Vanderpump clearly supports her son. And yet it must be so frightening to think of your family dynamic possibly changing somehow. I love Max. 
he was such he has such a sweetness about him um it was endearing how nervous he was to share the um the news with his mem uh the troubling stuff kim and kyle's relationship continues to um disintegrate i felt like it was worth a shot taking them to lunch and maybe helping them mend their relationship i lost my sister such a short while ago and now that she's gone Whenever differences we had have disappeared, all that is left is the love you feel and the sadness that you get realizing that you don't have any more time. Life is too short. I thought maybe I would give them perspective. Clearly, it's up to them to fix their relationship. I realize now this job is way too big for me and I was honestly just trying to help. Watching them go at it again made me feel so frustrated and at a loss. Where's Oprah when you need her? Okay, the disturbing stuff. Um, Brandy bringing up Yolanda's daughter as a means of deflection. Just when I thought she couldn't get any lower, she just does that. Yolanda was has done nothing but try to be there for Brandy when Brandy brings up when Yolanda brings up Brandy's possible possible having alcohol issues brandy doesn't even hesitate to throw yolanda's daughter under the bus is there any line she won't cross and just for the record there have never been any rumors about alcoholism in regards to yolanda's daughter i live in malibu one of the kids went to school with uh with his girls never even a whisper when lisa renna and brandy have lunch once again the conversation starts out being about brandy's possible issues Brandy again deflects the mentioning that Kim does have a problem and she should have an intervention. Lisa Renna says, in regards to Kim, something is going to happen. Something already has happened. And Brandy says, more than you even know. What exactly does that mean? Will Kim be joining all the others who have been thrown under the, the, under the Brandy bus? Or has she already no shit my god all the ladies are saying the same thing about brandy now right it's the brandy hate train you know i can't wait to get into brandy's blog yay all right next lady up is kyle richards title of her blog is brandy pulls out her daggers to deflect everyone's saying brandy's deflecting and you know what they're not just saying it we're seeing it on especially this episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, Kyle's, Kyle wishes Kim would have stuck up for her in front of Brandy. We pick up where we left off last week at the game mixer when Brandy once again brought up Kim's late night calls to her, said, oh, do, do you want to elaborate? I didn't say that for Brandy to answer. I said it to make the point that I felt Brandy was compromising Kim's calls to her in order to get credit that she seems to be desperately seeking. Brandy cares more about announcing that she is there for Kim than, than respecting her privacy. It was wrong for Brandy to keep saying that Kim calls her late at, calls her late at night. I wasn't understanding why Kim wasn't say, seeing that. Brandy wasn't being a friend by bringing this up over and over again. Unlike Brandy, I don't need to announce or seek credit for being there. For someone. When I sat down with Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa Renna, and Eileen, I was overcome with emotion. When Lisa Vanderpump says, You know, now you know how I felt, I snapped at Lisa. I'm happy that Lisa and I are in a good good enough place 
that she can understand what um, why I was upset and we can hug and it's over. I appreciate Lisa's support and was too upset to acknowledge that in the moment. Oh, I'm glad they're friends again. Yay. At this point, I just wanted to get back to my friends and start having some fun that I set out to have with people that I care about and who care about me. Eileen invited us to the Burbank Film Festival. We all joked about it. Eileen included all, but an all joking aside, Eileen did a great job and I was happy to have a night out with the, these four women. We laughed the entire night and I was just, and it was just what the doctor ordered after the last few nights that we've had. Seeing Lisa Vanderpump and Ventura discussing Max um, wanting to find his biological family was so touching. I can only imagine as a mother what Lisa was feeling and Pandora as a sister. When Max went to Lisa with the results of his heritage and discussed the hit and discussed his biological mother, I had I had nerves in my stomach for Lisa. I can appreciate his curiosity and and appreciation, but Lisa's right. This is his mother and nobody can take that away from her. But she is. Lisa's his mother. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. As I sat and watched Yolanda try to talk some sense into Brandy, I was shocked to hear Brandy's low blow regarding Bella. Now, see, that's another thing, too. And I even mentioned it before. We're all still shocked. Why are we still shocked, people? Yeah, it is. And yet I'm still shocked, too. Like, I am asking you the question. I'm asking me the question. She has done this shit for season after season now. And we still say it. The ladies are saying it on the episode. The ladies are saying their blogs. I'm saying it to you now. I'm tweeting the same thing out now. Shocked. Something wrong. Something's wrong. Universe, tell us what to do. <laughs> Kyle continues with, once again, Brandy pulls out her daggers in order to deflect. Nobody has been saying that Bella is an alcoholic. Uh, another lie to distract from what Yolanda has been trying to do, discuss Brandy's drinking and behavior. Bella's a 17-year-old that had made a mistake. A big mistake, yes, but nobody has ever thought or said she's an alcoholic. Brandy also said I wasn't drunk and Kyle was. Well, we had only been there for about 10 minutes before Kim and Brandy walked in. Another way to deflect... I'm not saying Brandy was drunk that night. I don't believe she was, but she just wants to put things out there about anyone else to distract from her own behavior. I think there are a few words Brandy should probably refrain from accusing other people of being reckless, drunk, or inappropriate. Amen. Eileen asked Kim and me to join her for lunch so I could sit down and talk. We can talk with, with a neutral party. I really appreciated her offer. I don't think Kim and I would have done it on our own. I was very nervous and emotional because we hadn't spoken since our argument at Nick's. That's the that's the bar they were at. And it's difficult to have these um, intimate conversations in front of cameras. I was extremely frustrated and struggling with what I can and cannot say because there's so much history between us. Long before the housewives, we had come so far and had been getting along so well until Eileen's poker night. Then, well, and don't forget, you're the first season two back of the limo, Kyle, okay? Then I thought we were okay once again after our conversation at Kim's when she got out of the hospital. At lunch with Eileen, Kim, and Kim said, I always try to put her in the middle. I don't want... 
didn't want her to get into the middle of Brandy and me. I just wanted her to speak up and tell the truth. Maybe say that she says to my face, maybe, maybe say what she says to my face. If Kim says that I have been there for her and have been a good sister, but Brandy doesn't know that, then maybe the night, then maybe that night would have been a, a good time for Kim to let Brandy know. Or maybe she should have spoken spoken up when Brandy made the rude comment about my husband or when she said she wanted to punch me in the face. Kim said in her interview that she didn't like Eileen saying anything about Brandy because she doesn't like when people talk about the people that she loves. Okay, first of all, we saw the interview with Kim, Kyle. We saw the scene with you at the restaurant. We've seen all the, the scene since Eileen's poker night. Kim's an addict and she's on something to sit there and say, you're taking a little pain pill. She's taking a lot of pain pills. She's taking a lot of something. And for someone who had to go to the hospital because they had bronchitis and they were coughing so much that they cracked a rib. Yet every scene we see her in, she's got a vapor cigarette. Come on. Okay. Come on. Addicts can sit there and cough and cough and cough, but they'll still light up a cigarette. Okay. Continues with what about how Brandy spoke? Uh, has spoken to and about me. It is hurtful and frustrating beyond belief. Although I sincerely appreciate Eileen's offer to help Kim and me patch things up, we didn't seem to be doing a very good job of it. Sadly, we left there no better off than we arrived. And again, it is a big thing. The big problem is, is Kim needs an intervention. Something's going on. She needs help. She's got all of this pressure at home with Monty and he's dying and this and the kids leaving an empty nest and the dog attacked, you know, one of Kyle's kids and now that. And we're not even seeing that yet. I mean, that's coming up too. Remember that in the press a few months ago? But bottom line, Kyle, you can't expect someone in this condition, you know, to be thinking. You wanted her to stick up for you, wanted her to say that. Someone in their right mind could but I don't think Kim is in her right mind at this moment. <laughs> Kyle concludes with, as I sit and watch Lisa Renna sit down uh, to talk with Brandy, attempting to have a similar conversation that Yolanda attempted to have with her, Brandy somehow spun it and turned it into a conversation about Kim. Brandy says, if Kim knew we were talking about her sobriety, she would die. Yet Brandy knows cameras will be there and that Kim will be eventually and will eventually see this. Why would Brandy have this conversation with Lisa Renna behind Kim's back on camera instead of going to Kim directly if she had a legit if she had legitimate concerns? As you will see down the road, this proves to be a pivotal point. Mm-hmm. We know it's a pivotal point. And you are spot on, Kyle. Go, girl. You go. All right, last blog up is Brandy. Of course, everyone's talking about Brandy, so I kind of like to save it for last. We don't have blogs up from Yolanda or Kim this week, or at least not yet. But we got to get this audio blog up, people. All right. All right, so let's jump in and dissect Brandy's blog. And it's titled, Addiction is not a negative label or insult. And it's not. Brandy thinks addiction is being used as an insult by other ladies and she's just not happy about it. Hmm, really? Hey guys, seems every time I write a blog for my housewife fans, I'm in another city and in another hotel. <laughs> Tonight, it's Chicago. Last week, New York. 
next week, New York again. All I can say is that I'm lucky to be busy working. However, I do wish I were home with my boys. But as you know, mama's got to work mama, and be a bitch. I'll throw this out first because it's what comes out. It, it's what comes to mind first after seeing this episode. Addiction is not a negative label and it is not an insult. It's being used by some people to label others in a negative light, which I find distasteful and shameful. It's wrong and discriminatory to view an, ad an addict as a bad or somehow lesser person. Addiction is serious and shouldn't be tossed around lightly to diminish others or as a slur or to create dramatic effect or bring attention to the speaker. That said, I will continue with my blog. And I absolutely agree with you. However, you're seeing this episode a lot differently than the rest of us. She continues with, everyone is still gossiping about Kyle's manufactured drama at the game mixture and Kim and myself are at the center of Kyle's manufactured drama. We begin just as we did at the beginning of the party. Kyle is running from person to person with her tails. Then the hens start clucking and the, the pearl clutching continues. Don't they have anything else to do or gossip about? Other than Kim and I, I'm beginning to think that some don't. Oh, you just need to leave the show. You're just missing the point. It seems even Yolanda has visited, was visited by Kyle with her tall tales of attracting her. Sorry, Kyle. You can keep selling it hard, but no one, no one smart is buying it. Oh, God, it's please, Brandy, it's the other way around. <laughs> You're trying to sell it and no one's buying it because, hello, we're smart. Well, now Ro has, has seen and knows the whole truth, but it's a shame my friend Yo has told so many distorted tales and we had to address the manufactured drama instead of just enjoy our day together. You're a fucking nut. As for both of the, the Gladys Kravitz sisters... Um, coincidental misuse of the word deflection. I had nothing. I, I was, I had, okay. You're talking about <laughs> them using, misusing the word deflection, but you spell, I had noting to deflect. You forgot the H and nothing, you dildo. Instead, I was making an example. They say, referring to tabloids, internet gossip blogs, and certain um, social circles that something is true so it has to be true right I'm not wrong just because people say it or write it about it doesn't make it the truth I was simply giving her an example of how I feel every time one of these ladies says something about me yeah they're saying you're drinking because you're a fucking lunatic when you drink you idiot Ask your therapist what he thinks or she thinks oh wait you don't see one uh, you need to she continues with, just because it's being said doesn't make it true and it doesn't mean I like to hear it. I'm sure Yolanda doesn't either. I lo love Ro, love Bella, not sure about yoga, love the yoga instructor. Hmm. Was Kyle just seen trying to come between me and my friend? Why would she ever do that? Why would she try and turn my friend against me? Oh, wait, that's Kyle's shtick. 
Oh my god. You're a fucking 40-something in high school still. That's so stupid. Okay, you guys. Okay, you guys saw the party. You know I didn't attack anyone. I ordered one glass of wine. And I I was comprom- I was composed as possible for a, lo- a very long time. But, but after being confronted, attacked, insulted, screamed at, cursed out over and over, then seeing Kim treated badly, I lost my temper and came on stronger then I would have liked to get Kyle to back down. I also re- um, regained my composure, stood quietly to the side, waited until Kyle was finished cursing Kim out. Then Mark and I got Kim out of there. The best I could do under the circumstances Kyle handed us. I would have preferred to stay home. I wish you would have. <laughs> Would have preferred to stay home and for Kim to have had a fun night with friends. Yeah, probably drinking and popping pills with you. Some friend you are. If you can't see it, idiot. I do not do their looking. I, I do not do their looking for a fight or this to happen. But with Kim as, uh, with but with Kyle as the hostess, I guess we were doomed from the get-go. If you're so doomed, then don't go. Okay. You know you have to go because you need some kind of storyline. Um, there seems to be a lot of talk of upcoming. Uh, uh, there seems to be a lot of talk of coming between sisters, so I'll address this briefly. Kim asked me to be involved in her life. I am her friend. It's a privilege, and I respect her privacy. I love her. That's my choice and my business. I get a lot of joy and laughter from being Kim's friend. Um, she is kind, giving, and very funny lady. There's so much of her I don't see that is, there's so much of her that you don't see that is, that is fabulous. And we, bullshit, we know she's fabulous. It's you. We don't understand why she's with you. I mean, God, the moment you accuse her of being crystal meth in the bathroom, you lunatic, can't understand your relationship. Uh, Brandy continues with the fact that Kim has a, a sibling isn't relevant to Kim's, uh, request of my involvement in her life or in, in, a, in a close relationship. As I said, I'm not a sober coach or an expert on addiction, recovery, or sobriety. Yet your good friend Jennifer Jimenez is. You could possibly maybe bring her in, maybe bounce some ideas off of her. You've been best friends with her. Hello? We all, we have the information. Um... She continues with, I don't need to be. I'm a friend. The fact is that I can promise you lots of people all over the world have sisters and brothers and they still have friends, best friends, spouses, dogs, and even houseplants. I find the idea that I can't be Kim's best friend because she has a sister is ridiculous. Is that what you get from the episode? <laughs> you have, are you, you're like 45, but emotionally like 15 makes no sense i are you drinking now like you sound ridiculous the fact that she has a sister isn't ridiculous the fact that you think that's ridiculous okay she continues with now to quote kim on um eileen's um constant interference just stay out of this that's my opinion you don't know kim and you don't know me you don't even know kyle certainly with the daytime emmy and the Burbank Film Festival, you can find something to talk about every week besides me. Seriously, anything. Or maybe, just maybe, I'm the most exciting thing in your life. Oh my god. <laughs> you 
fucking podcast. That's barely making it. <laughs> you have a few drunk books because you've got an idiot fucking fan base. Whatever, Brandy. All right, continues. Yep. We also saw Lisa Renna being very concerned with labeling people and she doesn't know with a very strong word addiction. Uh, this seems like a pastime for her. She has no understanding of the definition of enabler either. Yes, she does. It's you. It, you look it up in the dictionary and there's your picture. But she knows it is a negative um, connotation and it's dramatic. So she uses it frequently and, and irresponsibly. I'm not quite sure if she sees herself as a psychiatrist, therapist, sober coach, or MSW. I don't even know what that fucking means. Um, what with her diagnosing anger issues, alcoholism and addictions in most of our social, uh, functions, but at least I heard they didn't give out those degrees or doctorates on Melrose place. Oh my God. I think Brandy's on her way out. <laughs> it's like when you read the blogs, and all the women have the same issue with one and then the other one's making it idiot accusations uh, I'm, I'm i'm seeing the sun setting on brandy on the housewives of beverly hills yay um she continues with now for the fun part of the show you got to see me and my podcast doing my weekly cat podcast podcast one show i love it you saw me honing my interview skills and joking around with the fabulous and funny heather mcdonald she and i were having a ball it was a good one she had the look on her face you're a fucking lunatic that's what confirmed it with me was heather mcdonald um she <laughs> it was a good one and then you saw me with lisa renna who at the time was very fun cool and nice but i guess that's just one of her personalities or one of the characters she plays in her life all in all, I'm not thrilled with what I with what I saw being said about people I love. But on the other hand, I'm happy you got to see a part of my life away from the drama, drama, drama. We've seen your dumb fucking podcast, Brandy. That's it. That's it. why don't we see your like home life? Like why don't we don't even see you mothering? You're just ugh, just driving around in the in the car you supposedly bought yourself and then we find out on watch what happens live you paid three thousand down on it it's a fucking lease oh, please um she continues and concludes her blog with again i wish you could see the majority of my life which uh, is being a mom running my life my house my career and various business ventures i have no nanny no secretary i travel weekly i work out i cook i do homework i date i laugh i clean I write books, I do magazine articles, blogs, and even tweets. And you forgot the drinking. You do all of that while drinking. I even color my own hair when I don't have the time to get it done. I drive to and from school, soccer, baseball, doctors, dentists. I'm a friend, aunt, sister, a, a mother, and a daughter. And hopefully you're not drinking during those ones. I am busy. So busy I don't even know what city I'll be sleeping in some days. My phone and emails never stop. I'm very lucky to have the energy, good health, and opportunity to work and support my boys because they are my life. And I hope they're your life. And I hope you have a, you really kind of put in context how you're behaving on this show for your, for your boys um, when they're older or if they're just going to be white trash like you. Well, then who cares? All right, guys, that is Housewives of Beverly Hills episode 13 blogs this week excited 
I, I'm excited because what Kyle says, I think this is a pivotal moment. We're going to see a lot more. We're only on episode 13. We still got like 10 more episodes. I mean, we're just, we're halfway through the season right now and it's, and it's already getting good. We love doing this for you. Please, please, please. If you're downloading our, our audio blogs on our iTunes account, we're a feature artist now. We're excited. Um, give us five stars. Let us know how you like what we're giving you. Tweet me at Comedy Jonah. Let me know how I'm doing. If I'm okay, if I suck, whatever. Tweet me and let me know. Also, while you're there, write us a great review because we love bringing you stuff like this. All right, Eric, have I missed anything else? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, the Kardashians, MTV shows, I mean so many at any point we are covering 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality TV stars and you get to ask them questions in real time. So check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com and of course if you want to help support our shows do us a favor subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or any of them we have have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.